0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart.
1: Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company,
0: Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson, and I'm thrilled to introduce my new podcast, TE1. It's chris brother. That's a great question. Look at you, man, with nice the powerful you. questions. <laughs> Woo! This is the Chris Van Vliet Show. Chris Van Vliet Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Vliet! Well, welcome back to another audio adventure here on the Chris Van Vliet Show. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash, NFL Sunday Ticket, and Bet Online. And thank you for being with us on this one. And thank you for once again making this one of the top wrestling podcasts in the world. I'm just, it's so crazy to see that every single time. But I'm just so stoked that you guys seem to get as much out of these conversations as I do. Because I love being able to pick the brains of these people who are living their dreams. And I love that we can take, you know, a little bit from each person, a little bit of what they did in their life, what what they're doing in their life, and then we can apply it to our lives. And when you talk about living your dreams, when you talk about chasing after your dreams, that is exactly what Jessica McKay is doing in WWE as Billie Kay. She just launched her brand new YouTube channel called Jay McKay Does... So I thought this was the perfect time to have her on the show to chat about that, to chat about the Iconics, to chat about Peyton Royce, to talk about Sean Spears and all kinds of stuff. This is such a, such a fun conversation with her. So take a screenshot. Tag me. I'm at Chris ChrisFanVleet. Tag her. She is at K WWE, And I always love seeing these tweets or these Instagram stories, and I always repost them. But it's also so cool to be tagged in a screenshot from an episode like, you know, like a classic episode. Although it's ironic that I would refer to any of these podcast episodes as classics, because, you know, the show's barely a year old. So, you know, if you tagged me in like episode 13, which I, I really wonder what episode 13 would have been. Hmm. But... If you tagged me in, like, episode 13, that would have been, like, a year ago, which isn't that long. But in the world of wrestling, like, a year is, like, a super long time. and Like, so much can change in a year. I mean, so much can change in just, like, a few months, a few weeks in the world of wrestling. For example, this interview with Jessica. When we did the interview, the Iconics were together. <laughs> and now they aren't. But in this interview, we did talk a lot about them splitting up, and we talked about what their singles careers would look like. So much good stuff here. Please continue to uh, leave these reviews on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for subscribing on Apple Podcasts, subscribing on Spotify, Stitcher, whatever platform you happen to be listening on. Thank you. Gabe Elizondo leaves this review titled, Let Him In. Mmm, like that. Truly my favorite wrestling podcast. Thanks, Chris, for making my workday go by so fast. Well, thank you, Gabe. And I always, love, <laughs> I always love hearing these stories about people who listen to the show while they're at work, uh, which I hope makes your workday that much more productive. And if it does, you know, episodes are like typically an hour in length. So you could squeeze in like eight of these in a typical work day like that idea. So I'm going to keep re- uh, reading one review on every single episode until we get to 2,000 reviews. Currently sitting at 1,169 right now. The original goal was 1,000 reviews before the end of 2020. You guys were so awesome. You were all over that. We ended up hitting 1,000 before the podcast anniversary on June 24th. So I know we can do this. 2,000 reviews? I know we could do that. We could do that in a few months. So thank you. Please keep them coming. And I will keep them reading. That didn't make sense. You keep them coming. I will keep reading them. It didn't sound as cool, but it certainly made more sense when I said it that way. So all of this leads us to Jessica McKay. You know her as one half of the Iconics, but obviously it looks like that's not a thing anymore. So we recorded this right before Billy Kay and Peyton Royce split. It's almost like she knew it was coming, or maybe it was in the works. I don't know. But I think that we're going to see, obviously, some great singles matches with both of them individually, but they know each other so well. What about Billy Kay versus Peyton Royce? I mean, they know each other so well, not just in the ring, but they've been friends all the way back to high school. So we talk all about that. We talk about how it was her dream to be a WWE superstar and how she made that dream a reality as a kid growing up in Australia, that is a very, very lofty goal. But she's doing it now. And that's that whole idea. If somebody's doing the thing that you want to do, that just means it's possible for you to do it as well. And if you've seen the video of Billy Kay meeting The Rock for the first time, I mean, you know how much it meant to her. Like, she was in tears. And we talked just about that whole experience and how great The Rock is In those moments, just how great The Rock is as just a person. But Jessica McKay is a great person, and I know you're going to love this. So, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Jessica McKay. Jay McKay! Wow. What's going on, mate? I'm so excited about this.
1: (laughs) Thank you for having me.
0: Well, thank you for coming on. And Look at you with your fancy microphone here.
1: Yes, I've uh, updated from the, the from the earbuds to the microphone,
0: you might be our best sounding guest that we've had yet. Oh, yeah!
1: And I'm going to yeah. keep that up. That's great. I love hearing that.
0: So you know, is the microphone because you're a is this because you're a YouTuber now?
1: Yeah, I thought I've got to get some new equipment. I've bought uh, new headphones, uh, a microphone, which you can lovely see. And even like some editing software, so I'm all about it right now. Do I know how to use it? No, but I I purchased it, so that's the first step.
0: That is the first step. Uh, it's the thought that counts, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, let's get right into this with your YouTube channel. Jay McKay does you. I, I think as we sit here right now, you have two videos on there right now. So congratulations Thank on you. those.
1: Thank you. It was um it was a long time coming. I had been thinking about this for. I want to say over a year and I just, I didn't know if I wanted to like commit to it because it is a big thing creating a YouTube channel. So then I was like, let me dabble in the old Instagram TV uh, scenario. So I did that for a while um, and that was fun. I enjoyed it. So then I was like, you know what? I'll make the switch and I'll just see how it goes. It's just about fun. I don't want it to be too serious or I don't want it to stress me out.
0: So it was a year in the making. All it took was a global pandemic for this thing to come together.
1: Exactly. Uh, That's it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. How's how's life at home? Like you're not on the road nearly as much as you used to be.
1: No, it's very strange. I think I traveled once this year, which going from like you know, 45 weeks out of the year to, to once is very, um, strange, but it's been nice. I have to say, it's been nice being in Orlando, being home. I bought a house, which is very exciting. Um, so just setting that up and having time to like spend in it is very exciting and I love it. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Big achievement. When did you move in? Um, I want to say, I think like six weeks ago, six or eight weeks ago.
0: Okay. Yeah. So it's moving different because of all the restrictions that are happening right now.
1: Um, a little bit. I mean, it was just making sure that everyone was wearing masks and gloves and I had like hand sanitizer out for everyone and made sure they wash their hands. And it was just like keeping it very sanitary, but, um, it was actually very easy. I'd heard so many horror stories about people buying a house and moving, and mine went very smoothly. So I'm very grateful for that.
0: <laughs> well, so I watched your video where you played charades with your two Aussie friends. Like, yes. Are we only going to see Aussies
1: on this channel? It was Cassie and Tennille Dashwood. I mean, they'll be uh, regulars, uh, seasoned regulars, um, but I do have a couple of little guests as well. Um, I like doing stuff with other people. I feel like that's more fun rather than just me doing something random. So um, yeah, there'll be a lot of special guests.
0: So watch this video. I'm guessing this took place in your new house. So am I to assume you have a theater in your house?
1: (laughs) I do. Oh my gosh. Oh my, it was like, When I found this house, it had everything on my dream bucket list. And I never thought in a million years that that would be like the first home that I purchased. But when it came up and I just was ticking everything off, I was like, oh my gosh, this is just meant to be. So yes, I always wanted a theater room because I am a massive movie buff, video gamer, just everything like that. So I always wanted one. Um, So yeah, now I have one and it's really cool. And I'm just like super grateful. For life in general, at the moment, I'm just so jealous of
0: you. I'm a huge movie buff. Uh, you know, part of part of my job on TV is reviewing films, so I'm very jealous of the theater room. So, what's the first movie you screened in there?
1: Um, what did I watch? I think it was actually um, a pay per view, like wrestling pay per view.
0: Oh, okay, that's fitting.
1: I think I yeah, I think I watched. Um, I went back and watched. Uh, was it WrestleMania 17? Um, oh. So I was like, I've got to watch a wrestling show first on this big projector just to see. Cause I don't know. I get like the big time feel when I watch it like yeah. that. Um, but other than that, it's just a lot of TV shows. I've been binging TV shows uh, with this pandemic.
0: I was just talking to Matt Hardy about TLC matches and he's like, yeah, I think the WrestleMania 17 has got to be my favorite one.
1: It like, oh, Watching that back, I was just in awe because I was very young when it um, originally, like, aired, and obviously I've watched it uh, since then. But going back and watching it, when watching the whole show, oh, my gosh, they're so cool. Like Hardy Boys at Mania 17, they were, like, prime of their coolness, I think. They were. They come out and I'm like, oh, man, I want to be like them so bad. Um, Yeah, it it was a lot of fun to watch it.
0: Do you think you would ever do a TLC match? Could you? Would you want to? I mean, sure.
1: Uh, With the stain in your face, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'd be up for anything. To be honest, I would be up for anything. That's just a that's a big match, and I think it's not just like yes, there's weapons involved and that can be scary, but I think it's also living up to a TLC match hype because all of them have been absolutely incredible. So I think just those standards would freak me out, but yeah, I'd be down for it for sure.
0: What do you think is the one, like what's your favorite stipulation match? It doesn't need to be one you've participated in. Maybe it's one Mm -hmm. that you've watched.
1: I think TLC because it has everything.
0: Well, it certainly has tables and ladders and chairs.
1: Yes, that's correct. Yes. (laughs) No, I think TLC definitely.
0: A match that has everything might be like elimination chamber.
1: That's true. Which I have competed in.
0: Yes. Is that a, so is that a daunting task when you're like, I'm going to be an elimination chamber?
1: Oh my goodness. (laughs) I think you can tell if you watch it back when Peyton and I were uh, about to walk in and we looked at each other and I was just like, Oh my goodness. We're about to walk into this massive steel cage dome and I get, I'm claustrophobic So when they closed the, our own pod, I was like, I can't get out. I can't get out. I can't get out. But there was like so much adrenaline that it kind of like went away, but there was an initial like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to try and break this glass because I I can't stand here. I can't stand here for this amount of time. It's so tight and everything, but yeah, it was okay. Once it started.
0: That seems like a match where you could like really get hurt because of like everything around you is hard and made of metal.
1: Absolutely. Oh, but that was so much fun that match. Like just being in the match for the first ever women's tag team titles was just a dream come true. So that's always going to be like one of my favorites.
0: So I have subscribed to your YouTube channel. I have subscribed. Thank you very much. Have you subscribed to my channel?
1: Uh, I'll admit I haven't. You've Um, got to be joking me. Yeah. (laughs) That was like a cute way of saying it. <laughs> you've gotta get more angry behind it. you've got to be joking, mate There you go that's amazing. What country was that <laughs> No, I do apologize. I am horrible okay. with social media in general um yeah i i don't I don't subscribe to anyone at the moment on the YouTube, so well, you're not I don't the only one' you're so bad now, yeah. <laughs>
0: what what kind of videos are we going to be seeing on there? The first one is charades. By the way, I was blown away that Peyton Royce didn't know what the little mermaid was.
1: Yeah. When she said that, I was like, come on, but you'd be surprised. She doesn't, she hasn't seen many Disney movies at all. It's the little mermaid. I know, but she's, you forget how young she is. And unless someone's like watched it with her, like made her sit down and watch an older movie. She hasn't seen a lot of things bless her heart. I'm always saying, what? You haven't seen this? And then we have to watch it and sit down and it's a whole thing.
0: In your theater room.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) So what else are we going to be seeing on here?
1: It's definitely a variety channel, I'm calling it. Um, It's honestly just whatever I've thought of, but there's going to be obviously like fun games. There'll be some cooking, there'll be some pop culture, there'll be like movie and TV reviews. There'll be a few videos of just like what I do in a day type thing, just to give people a little bit more insight, um, you know, as to Jessica and and, and what I am all about. Um, so definitely a variety, all sorts of stuff.
0: Well, I will drop the link below in the description and also the pinned comments. So if you're watching this right now. You should probably subscribe to Jay McKay. Does
1: oh, you're the best. Thank you for the for the plug.
0: Well, of course, we're gonna we're gonna double, we're gonna triple your subscribers, which are at I like what it. like eight thousand ish right now.
1: Eight thousand, yeah. And I I don't know YouTube, so I'm just going with the flow. I don't know what's considered good. I don't know what's considered bad. I have no 8, idea. Eight
0: thousand to be your channel's a week old. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Like, okay. I'll- <laughs> yeah. Most people um, upload, and I was one of these people when I first started my channel. You upload like a video a week for like six months and you have like 200 subscribers. And like most of them are your friends and your parents that you've begged to subscribe. What?
1: How do I subscribe? Oh, yeah. that's so cute. Gosh, so I you can just imagine my parents are, are not tech technologically Savvy Is that a word? Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. Neither am I, apparently. Um, but they definitely aren't. So uh, I don't even think, I haven't even told them I have a YouTube channel. Bless their hearts. They wouldn't even know where to go, what to Google, how to watch it at all. Um, I'm going to have to get on that though because I'd like for them to subscribe. Yeah.
0: When I first started, I would like, I would go to my parents' house and like grab their iPad and be like, I eh, just don't worry about what I'm doing here. And I would just subscribe. And like, they didn't know <laughs> So next time you're home, that's exactly what you should do.
1: I think I'm going to, have to take it. Maybe write a few comments from them. We're yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Like she must have been raised really well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she must have great parents. <laughs>
0: but I mean, Cassie's doing really well on there. Yeah. She's
1: so She's doing amazing on the YouTube.
0: You can just copy everything that she's doing.
1: Absolutely. Oh, maybe not the not the prep. Not the contest prep. Gosh, she's incredible, though the way she did yeah. that.
0: Yeah, insane, insane. Yeah, for, for not, a, you know, for everyone who doesn't know what we're talking about here, she was just uh, a fitness competitor. And Absolutely, she yeah. just
1: crushed it. Three weeks notice, thought on a random Friday. Yeah, I could, I could do that. Let's, let's give it a go. And then she places second and third, and I was there cheering her on. Um, it was so much fun, so much fun to see. To see someone that you care about like really commit to something and like achieve a goal of theirs, so cool. So it was it was very nice.
0: When you guys have such a special friendship, which I know you guys have known each other since high school, but like when did the real friendship begin?
1: Um, when she started at PWA, the Pro Wrestling Alliance um, Training Center that we both attended. Uh, when she started, we kind of like – we just like hit it off and it really was like, we just found our soulmate in each other. Um, and we've just been inseparable ever since, uh, there were times where we lived in like separate States. Um, but we would travel in between to, to be at each other's birthdays and stuff like that. Um, we just, we just had this bond like right off the bat. And it's like one of the most special things in my life.
0: So who got the first call from WWE? Was it you or was it her?
1: Uh, so we didn't get phone calls. We got emails. Okay. Yes. Um. So we, we both got an email very early in the morning um, saying that they would want to uh, offer us a contract and hire us. And uh, we both kind of freaked out with our families, was crying a bunch. And then um, I called her and <laughs> we, we, she answered and we both said hello. And then there was just like silence. And we we're just waiting on what the other person was going to say, um, and then I think I said it first, and then she said it first, and then we were just like absolutely ecstatic. But uh, yeah, she's she's the first person I called when I found out, and I mean that whole tryout experience, we were just like laser focused. Um, we went in there, and we were just inseparable through the whole tryout as well. So it was—it's uh, such a that was a long time ago too. I'm thinking about it. I was like, damn. I was young. That was like six or seven years ago. But so young.
0: what are you talking about?
1: Oh gosh. No, i I've turned uh, 31 this year. I'm I'm over the hill now. What is I
0: must I must be super old then? I'm 37. How old are you? 37? 37.
1: Wow, you don't look it. I thought you'd be my age.
0: Well, thank you. That's very kind. I thought you'd be Peyton's age. So <laughs> was she 27? She's twenty-seven?
1: She's twenty seven, yeah. Twenty-eight yeah. this year.
0: Wow. So did you guys both get like an email call, whatever about the tryout? So you were in this process together because think of how difficult this could be if she got some interest from WWE and you didn't or vice versa.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, It kind of, it kind of just happened. Like because we both had the same goal, like we were both just adamant on getting the tryout in the first place. And then she was living in Melbourne at the time. Um, So we both kind of like, had our separate journey, but then we knew that there was a tryout coming out. And when we found out that we'd both be there, it was kind of like, Oh, okay. Awesome. And it was quite a large tryout. There was like 40 people there from Australia. Um, and we were the only two signed from that tryout. So that just makes it like super special. Was there men and
0: women at the tryout?
1: Yeah. Yeah, And they only signed
0: two people and it was you guys. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. It was so cool. And and here's the crazy thing. And I talked to Peyton a little bit about this. When you grow up in Australia, like getting a job in America feels like another world away.
1: Yeah. It's, it's insane. Like not only is it literally on the other side of the world, it's just like, you don't think about stuff like immigration and visas and green cards and all this other stuff that plays a factor into it. Because it is so hard to – unless you're coming here specifically just for like a holiday, it's so hard to get to America. And that was always our goal because WWE was obviously in America. So um, getting a contract is the only way that you can kind of work over here Um, because it's it's really hard to kind of set yourself up and have a life in America if you aren't born here.
0: If you weren't a pro wrestler, what was the path? What was the plan?
1: Oh, I – I always wanted to get into entertainment like acting I love 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 movies and everything so I I always like kind of gravitated towards acting um but as soon as I was as soon as I was like 16 I knew that I wanted to like start training to be a professional wrestler um the goal was always like WWE but I think when I was 16, I like made the decision that that's what I wanted to do with my life. Like I was going to devote my life to achieving this dream, Um, but definitely acting. Um, I had filmed like one movie back in Australia. Um, It was just like an independent film, but that was like so much fun. Uh, But yeah, definitely acting if I wasn't uh, where I am right now.
0: Well, since you love acting, since you're a big film buff with a theater in your house, what's your what's your all time favorite movie?
1: It's Cry Baby.
0: Do you know that? Know. I don't know this.
1: Okay, you have to watch it. So it's one of Johnny Depp's early films. Okay, and it's a musical, but it's a it's kind of like a 50s style musical where it's kind of it's kind of like Grease, but a little bit different. Um, not many people know it. So when I mention it, they're like, what's that? But it's, it's a really fun movie. So I would definitely, um, watch that if you can.
0: I felt for a second there, like, you know, Peyton, not knowing the little mermaid, like this was a (laughs) big, you know, she didn't know the little mermaid. I don't know. Crybaby.
1: No, (laughs) (laughs) um, but maybe that'll be a YouTube, uh, video that I can upload my top five. There it is.
0: Wow. We're getting a little... A little taster here, a little teaser. A little
1: teaser, yeah. maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah. So at 16, you decide, this is it. I want to be a pro wrestler. So what are the steps that you start to take to align yourself to make that goal maybe a little bit more achievable?
1: Yeah. So my brother was the one that got me into wrestling. Um, when I was 10 years old, um, he was like 17 because he's seven years older than me. And him and his friends would pack out our living room watch all the pay-per-views um our house was like the house to come over and watch it all and they used to um kind of play around and and try and do moves to each other on the trampoline and out the backyard and all that kind of fun stuff um so i was hooked at an early age um just being a fan and fell in love with it and it really bonded my brother and i so i kind of hold a special place in my heart with wrestling because it really did like bring us together in a certain way um and then So when I decided that I really wanted to like train, like start training for it, my parents were so supportive because they knew how much I loved it. So they were like, yeah, absolutely, whatever you need. Um, And it turns out one of my brother's friends uh, was opening up PWA and opening up the training academy. So he reached out and then I got in contact with him Um, and I was at PWA's first ever training um, session that they ever had. Um, and that's where I met Madison Eagles who became my trainer, uh, for years. And we would, um, eventually go over to America and, and do some training seminars over here and wrestle for a few shows, which was awesome. Um, and then yeah, it was kind of all in, always leading up to getting a tryout and just getting noticed and getting seen.
0: Hey, who were the wrestlers that you looked up to and just loved their work?
1: I'm in The Rock. I have, like, everybody knows that about me. And it's it sounds boring because it's just, like, it's always him, but I can't, like, in every aspect of wrestling, it always goes back to him for me. Like, in every way, like, his character, his entertaining promos, his in-ring abilities, like, everything about him I was just drawn to. And I loved a lot of the wrestlers. I loved watching them. But he was always the one where I was like, wow, like I want to be like that. Like when I turn the TV on, I want to be in the ring and I want to affect someone's life the way he's affected mine because like it was just electrifying, pun intended. Um so
0: definitely <laughs> And we have that in common because The Rock, and I, this is coincidental that I'm wearing like a Rock Under Armour Yeah,
1: I was about to say.
0: <laughs> Co- completely coincidental, but he was my guy. Like I walked yeah. around my high school raising the people's eyebrows, yes. shouting, it doesn't matter at literally everybody. Oh, so when I had the chance to meet him, it was so special. And yeah. I, I talk about this all the time, how even though The Rock is you know, one of the biggest stars in the world, if not the biggest star in the world, yeah. he makes the moment about you. And when I saw you meeting The Rock, I went – I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. Oh, my that. gosh. When I saw you meet The Rock, I went, this is it. This is what The Rock does. He turns the moment around and makes it special for you.
1: He really did. I mean, oh, as soon as like I came to WWE, like I had always had that in the back of my head. Like I want to meet him. I want to meet him. And it was on my bucket list of goals to do. And I knew one day it would happen. I just didn't know when. So when the, when I found out that he was going to be at SmackDown, I was so nervous. And I texted everybody that I knew. And I was like, when is he arriving? We need to, I need someone to film this. I will be waiting. I'll be ready to go. And I was just shaking with excitement and I was walking backstage And uh, I heard his music and I was like, oh, my gosh, he's here, he's here, he's here. (laughs) And uh, they were just rehearsing a few things and I walked out and I had to like, I could see him and I'm standing there and I just started sweating and I was so nervous and I was like getting flustered and I was like, okay, so I walked over to the ramp, which is where the video was taken that everyone saw and I'm just standing there, I'm just standing there. And then he gets out of the ring and he starts walking up, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And my heart, like my chest, tightened, and I was just like, "He's he, he's he's getting closer and closer and closer." And then he went the wrong way, and he wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't on the ramp anymore. And I was like, "Oh no 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 no! This is my only chance." So I I was in heels, very high heels. So I walked all the way to the edge, and he saw me, and we made eye contact, and I put my hands out. And in my head, I'm like, I'm going to have to jump off the ramp. I'm going to I'm going to have to jump off this to get to him, to hug him and meet him. And thank goodness he realized that I was waiting for him, the sweetheart that he is, turned around and walked up the ramp because I was fully committed to jumping off in high heels and possibly landing on him. But I knew I had to do it. So he comes up the ramp and I started bawling my eyes out straight away and I just hugged him and he hugged me back and it was just the greatest moment of all time. And there was like so many cameras taking photos and videos and everything. And we had a little conversation and you're right, he made the moment all about me. And he said some very sweet things to me, just saying how good we were doing and just to keep it up and just some, some really sweet things. And I will cherish those words for the rest of my life because it was such a, it's such a crazy moment. Like, I feel like my whole life had led up to like that point because like I had like made it in my mind when I met him. So it was such a special moment and we got a picture and uh, I posted it on um, social media and even like my personal um, accounts as well. And I had people that I hadn't spoken to since high school, people that I hadn't even spoken to in 10 years, people that weren't even my friend on Facebook anymore (laughs) messaging me, saying, oh, my goodness, you did it because they all knew that in high school that's what I wanted to do, that's who I wanted to meet, that's just I wanted to be a WWE superstar and I wanted to meet The Rock. So it was so overwhelming and it was just like, one of the greatest moments of my life. And I literally, first thing that I did when I bought my house, I printed two pictures of me and him meeting and they're in frames around my house. Just to let everyone know.
0: Forget the photos of your friends and family. Me and Dwayne, that's what matters.
1: It's like, we put one in this room and one in that room.
0: <laughs> I imagine you have, I mean, obviously you had a great respect for him before. Imagine your respect for him is even that much more now.
1: Absolutely. Like, He's just the kindest person that you will ever meet. And we've spoken since then as well, which blows my mind (laughs) that I've had conversations with him in the real world. Um, It's just amazing. Incredible.
0: Hey, a big thank you to you for checking out this conversation and a big thank you as well to our sponsors like DoorDash. You've counted on restaurants and now restaurants are counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door. You could even say they dash it to your door. Ordering is super easy. Just open up the DoorDash app, choose what you wanna eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. So choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's Mm. or the Cheesecake Factory Double Mm. Many of your local favorite restaurants are still open for delivery as well so just open up the DoorDash app select your favorite local spot and boom your food is on the way to you and right now our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BLUEWIRE That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget, that code is BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Also, a huge thank you to DirecTV's NFL Sunday Ticket. Oh, man, I am so excited that football season is back, even though I'm a Browns fan. Yeah, I admit that publicly strange, isn't it? Mm. And with NFLSundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live at of market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. You will never miss your favorite teams or your favorite players. So no matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to get the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout. You will get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use that promo code BLUEWIRE. Yeah, I always tell people, uh, you know the phrase, you should never meet your heroes. I'm like, yeah. well, if your hero is Dwayne Johnson, you should 1,000% <laughs> meet your Mate,
1: hero. you should be, yeah, 100%. You need to meet him if he's your hero because it was... Oh. It was, and I love talking about it, as you can tell, because I just ranted for a good twenty minutes. But um, oh, I that's just it's
0: a great story.
1: It, it is okay, good, because I think well, it's an amazing story. I,
0: I tell the story of you know, I've I've been able to interview The Rock a handful of times, and I'm so incredibly grateful for that. And I tell these stories all the time because because look, this is it. He makes you feel special.
1: Yeah, he really does.
0: So now, so now you know you've checked the. Rock off of your list.
1: Yeah. And we're what's pretty that? much friends yeah. now. So it's yeah.
0: yeah. You and like that. Yeah. <laughs> so what's on the list now then?
1: Um so I, I did recently um tick off I had like a five-year plan and uh, I ticked everything off it in wow. like I think it was like two two years or just over two years. Um and I posted that on my Instagram. It was a while ago, but I didn't realize that i had ticked it all off until i looked at it and i was like oh my gosh so i have a new five-year plan now um it's it's a little bit of a secret list i don't like to put too many out there just because they're like personal goals that i want to achieve um but yeah a new five-year plan is in the works so we'll see how i go
0: (laughs) was buying the house on the five-year plan
1: Mm -hmm.
0: well Check that right off.
1: Yep. I ticked that off right away. (laughs) I think there's
0: some things though that when there's a big goal, it's good to put it out there because number one, it holds you accountable to make this thing happen. But number two, people can go, oh, I I, I hear that you want to do this thing. I can help you or I can, you know, assist in
1: some sort of way. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. Put it out in the universe. I'm a very, I'm a very private person. So it's hard for me to share details about myself. Like even the fact that I said I bought a house is astounding to me. I would never have thought I would have shared that information. Um, But yeah, there are some things that I I definitely do uh, uh,
0: have my guard up. (laughs) Well, and I get it because there's a big difference between Billy Kay and Jay McKay. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and definitely.
0: Like, you, you know, and then it's important, I think, for you to figure out where there is some time where it bleeds over, and then where it doesn't.
1: Where it doesn't, yeah, absolutely. Something that I'm working on because I, I would love to share my life more, but it just it gets me anxiety, to be honest. Even social media gives me anxiety. I can't deal with it. It's a lot. So that's why making the YouTube channel was such a big. Uh, commitment for me and, like, such a big step for me to achieve because it it, it scares the hell out of me. scares the bejesus out of me, if I'm being honest. (laughs) This isn't isn't scary. I know. See, and everyone's like, oh, it's it's fine, It's YouTube. And I'm like, yeah, but it's just there's so much good in the world, but social media can be very dark at some times, and I didn't know if I wanted to open myself up to another platform of social media, to be honest. Um, But that's why I was just – super focused on keeping my channel light and fun and just enjoyable. I love to make people laugh. Like that's like my favorite thing to do. Um, I love to joke around. So I was just like, if I emphasize on that cause that's who I am, then I can be okay with it.
0: Yeah. You love to joke around and you and Peyton have all these Epic videos of you guys basically annoying people backstage. Oh, it's great. Who's who has got legitimately the most annoyed?
1: Um, it sounds really bad but I don't think anyone I think everyone just loves this to be honest of course they do I don't think anyone's gotten I mean I say this but someone's out there watching this going oh I can't stand those two
0: or they Um, see you coming with the camera and they're like oh no
1: (laughs) everyone has that reaction but everyone sticks around because they want to be annoyed AJ
0: Styles has some great reactions
1: (laughs) yeah It's so much fun. Like we just, we love annoying people and that's, it sounds bad, but it's who we are in real life. Like when the cameras aren't rolling, we're still bugging people, you know, we're just still annoying them, but we like to just joke around and have fun, make them laugh too, just have a good time.
0: Where did the idea for that segment come along?
1: I think they just wanted, it was like a, um, I think it started off like after a match And they just wanted to like get um, some footage for post-match. And we just went around and started bombarding people. And then it caught on. And then it was like, okay, uh, Peyton's birthday is coming up. Let's do a video for that. And then it was uh, we had a new merch shirt. Let's do a video for that. But we loved doing them. They are so much fun. Um, And, you know, seeing like Seth's reaction when we come up to him and he's like, oh, gosh, and uh, Roman's reactions and, even the girls, are like, "Oh, like everyone does, like, oh, sigh." But it's it's hilarious to me. It makes me laugh. <laughs> How
0: much input did you have in what your name was going to be in WWE?
1: Um, I had input. I suggested a list of names. Um, Billy was always my number one name. When I was young, I want to say about eighteen, um, I wrote a list of names down that I wanted when if I made it to WWE and Billy was always the first one. I I loved it. I wanted a like gender neutral name and uh, Billy Piper from the UK. She's like a singer. I just had always been I just loved Billy for a girl. So that was always my number one pick. So I'm so thankful that they let me have that. Um and even the spelling the IE it was just exactly what I wanted. Um and then this the last name I think I suggested a couple, um, but I'm glad that I got K because it is so close to my real- Half your last name. So, yeah, so I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> and the iconic pose, uh,
0: as I understand, was like an accident, how this came together.
1: Yeah, it, it's a funny story. Pate and I, we always get um, inspired by stuff we do in our real lives, movies that we've seen, inside jokes that we have. Even travelling together if something funny happens, we always try and, like, bring it in to what we're doing on TV um, just to make it more relatable. And we like to make each other laugh out there as well. It's very funny. Um, so we had been uh, <laughs> talking about 10 Things I Hate About You, the movie. And when they're at the party, and I can't remember the character's name, but he's, like, the, the model guy and he puts, like, the cup on the thing and he does, like, the... And then he goes, does the same pose. And we were just joking about that. And we used to always joke around with that. And then one time we were at a live event and we used to always wear our merch shirts out to perform and we would cut them in funny ways. We'd try and like make each other laugh. And then one time Cass was like, uh, Cass, Peyton, I'm sorry, I always switch between the two. I Um, think at this (laughs)
0: point we know who you're talking
1: about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She's like, oh, I've got a good one. So I held out my shirt. She cut it straight up the middle, just a big old line up the middle. I said, what are you doing? And she goes, and she's dying of laughter. So I said, all right, your turn. So I cut hers up the middle. And uh, it was the next TVs. Um, we were like, let's just do that for, let's just do it for TVs. We'll just do it. And we had like a promo that was being played. And then when we came back to the TV, there was a second where we just kind of opened up our shirts and did it. But we kind of did it like subtly in our minds and we get backstage and woods from the new day who the new day has just been incredible to us we absolutely love them woods was like no he's like you gotta make it a you gotta make it a thing you gotta open up your shit you gotta pop your shoulders and you gotta hold it you gotta make it like a real big thing and everyone will love it and we were like oh my goodness yes so that's how it started and then it's just become more uh obscene since then and i it's Amazing! I love doing it. And then even when we do signings, we'll have fans come up and say, "Can we do the iconic pose?" And I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, that is so cool!" Of course we can.
0: <laughs> so since you and Peyton, Cassie, whatever we want to call her, yeah, you know, got signed at the same time, was the idea for you guys to come in together originally? Did they want you guys to be a tag team?
1: Um, when we came to NXT, uh, they were kind of like we were together for a little bit when we first came into NXT. Um, and then they'll kind of like find who you guys are individually and we were like, sure. So we found who we were and then they ended up bringing us back together Um, and then we just kind of stuck with it and formed, we kind of were able to bring in more of our real-life friendship into it, which helped massively and then when we debuted on SmackDown as the Iconics, um, we really got the chance to like turn it up a hundred, which we loved being able to get mic time and cut promos was like a dream, dream come true. Um, so that was so much fun. And then it kind of just all amplified from there. So it's been such a fun journey.
0: In your new house here, do you have a, a SmackDown championship
1: belt? Like, do you have the tag title somewhere? I do. It's upset. It's actually near the theater room. I have a little shrine. And it's got the it's
0: one of my photos of the rock.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I should put one framed and put that on the wall. But I have like the championship. I have our debut picture. Um, I have the, our WrestleMania big frame. I have uh, the evolution frame. I have the number plate from our uh, ride along. I buy all my own merch, I will admit. If there's anything special edition that comes on WWE.shop, I am purchasing that straight away.
0: (laughs) All the things you just listed off are like this incredible resume of everything you've accomplished
1: in WWE. It's pretty insane. Like, yeah, there's been a lot of good stuff. Like, I am so thankful for everything. A lot of big moments that I'm just – you don't think that your career could – keep getting higher and higher and it, and it really did since we debuted. So it's been so much fun.
0: What have been some of your favorite matches that you've had?
1: Uh, definitely super showdown in Melbourne. Uh, that was, Oh, that was so much fun. The match being home, uh, in front of like almost 90,000 Cass and I had our whole families there in the crowd. Um, and I kind, of, I kind of knew it would be like the only show that my family would attend on a show that big on that scale. So that was so special. Um, that's always going to hold a very special place in my heart, and especially since we had our try in Melbourne too, so it was like a very full circle. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, WrestleMania was just insane. Oh, my goodness. I will never forget walking out and just seeing a sea of people and thinking, holy beep, I'm at WrestleMania about to wrestle for Women's Tag Team Championships, something that I have dreamed of my whole life. And I look over and Cass is next to me and we're walking to the ring as the Iconics at our first WrestleMania as the Iconics and that just blows my mind. That's why I like to buy all the special edition uh, merchandise so I can just (laughs) hang on to all the memories. (laughs)
0: You don't have to specifically say, but on your five-year goal list, are some of them to do with wrestling? Yes. Ah, are you like, obviously you and Peyton have a great thing going with the Iconics, but is there a hope that you can both go out, do your own thing? You guys wrestling each other would be
1: fantastic, I think. Oh gosh, we've, we haven't wrestled each other in, oh. A very long time. When she first started at PWA, we were wrestling each other all the time. And our tryout match was against each other as well. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think we definitely eventually do want to do some sort of singles career change. Um, I think that just all comes down to like evolving as who we are um, as Billy and Peyton and as the Iconics. So when that happens, I think we'll both have so much fun doing that.
0: I'm very excited to see this happen. Lovely. Just add more things to your house there. Yes. <laughs> with, you and, with you and Peyton being so close, such good friends, soulmates.
1: Yes. When Sean Life Spears partners. comes. In, <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> when Sean Spears comes into the picture, what happens then?
1: He's a he's an absolute sweetheart, an absolute gem in my mind. Uh, well, we used to all travel together. It used to be us three. Same car, everything. So he's like my family too. Like uh, they're just absolutely perfect for each other. I love them both with all my heart. Um, he's just an absolute sweetheart. I can't talk highly enough of him.
0: Do you guys live pretty close? Because I saw, I think it was Peyton had a video of you were going through her clothes in her closet today, mm-hmm. yesterday, whenever this was.
1: It was yesterday, yeah.
0: Okay, I looked at it today.
1: <laughs> uh, bless her heart. She... um. Well, first of all, I'm very like OCD. I'm very clean. I just, I like things a certain way. It can get a little annoying sometimes and she knows it about me. But also I love to, it's a bit strange. I love to clean other people's stuff, houses and and rooms and closets. And I've done it for Tennille. I've done it it for quite a few people that I work with as well, which is funny. Um, But I just, I love organizing people. Do you ask them first? Well, they they ask me. Well, they see, they don't ask me. They kind of put it out there and I say, oh, do you want me to come over and I'll help you out? And they're like, oh, that would be great. So they kind of dangle it in front of me a little bit. But I'm happy to help. Um, so that was the case with yesterday. We planned it last week. She goes, oh, I need you to help me do my closet again. I said, no worries. I'll come over. She goes, and why are there? Because she came and saw the house. And she goes, and why are you there? Can you help me redecorate? I said, oh, of course, I've got it. We'll do the whole whole house. Took us eight hours. I banged it out. We did the whole wardrobe, reorganized it, donated some clothes to Goodwill, and then we uh, decorated, I want to say like three or four of her rooms, went shopping, did it all. It was great.
0: This should have been a
1: YouTube video. I know. I I will say I told her to film it, but she was having technical difficulties and then she was like, ah, I'm not going to do it.
0: (laughs) It could have been Cassie versus her messy closet.
1: Yes. (laughs) She is very clean. I have to say, she is very clean. It's just more uh, organizing and making everything look pretty because I'm OCD with that.
0: (laughs) Well, whatever you did, it it looked like you were doing a great job.
1: Yeah, yeah. She had quite a bit to throw out. We always get surprised. She she always thinks that there's nothing to throw out, but when I go through it with a fine-tooth comb, there is always stuff to get rid of.
0: (laughs) In your first YouTube video that you posted, the one where you say, you've got to be joking me, who did the best? You've got to be joking me. Because oh. you had everybody doing it.
1: Yes. And I'm so glad that I have such good friends because I literally, I uploaded that video. I can't remember what day it was. I'm going to say it was a Wednesday, but I texted people that morning and said, if you can do this for me, this would be amazing. And literally everyone got back to me. And so I was just like, you people are amazing. Um, oh, I the have to say Woods.
0: Yeah, oh, his was very good. I
1: have to say Woods just because oh, it, he killed me with the hand and then coming back to it again and again. I just I couldn't stop laughing. But it's so funny because I didn't tell anyone how to say it because I love seeing them say it the way that they would say it. So when I was getting sent the videos back, I was dying of laughter. It was making me laugh so much just seeing everybody say it um just in everyday life. I mean Cass has cracked me up too. She's in the car she got like a little head nod at the end and I was just like that's amazing. It was so much fun.
0: It's kind of like that episode of Seinfeld, you know when the these pretzels are making me thirsty? Do you know you know what I'm talking about?
1: I have I'm going to get a lot of hate on this. I've never been a fan of Seinfeld.
0: Oh my goodness. Well, it's so it's been great having you on here. Thank
1: <laughs> you. Delete the video. <laughs> <laughs> I know so- I, I just I, yeah, not in a nutshell.
0: Kramer has this line, uh, these pretzels are or, no, George, these pretzels are making me thirsty, and he's not sure how to deliver the line. And they go through this whole thing of like how it could be delivered, which is exactly what we saw here with your line. Yes.
1: yes, we get some people, bless their hearts, they try to do an Aussie accent, it's very hard. And then you've got some people doing a British accent just for the fun of it, and then you've got some people just saying it casually, and then you've got Some people yelling it. I mean, Kofi killed me as well when he was, like, staring into the camera. Um, Yeah, it was just – it was so much fun seeing it.
0: I think the secret with accents is don't do them, Um, (laughs) which I obviously – I broke this rule uh, earlier on when I attempted. and Then I said, like, what country was that that I was trying to sound like?
1: I want to hear another Aussie accent try. Uh, Do um, you want me to give you a line to say? Yeah, please. please, Yeah. Okay. So we'll say – G'day, how you going?
0: G'day, how you going?
1: That's not too bad. That's not too bad.
0: G'day, how you going? How you going, mate?
1: I like that. You like it? I'm going to give you props for that. That's good. Okay, so out of ten, what was that? I'd say that was an eight. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay, so now I'll give you a phrase and you'll say it back to me in an American accent.
1: I suck at okay. I'll do it. Oh, it's horrible. Okay.
0: We're going to go grab a hamburger and some fries.
1: We're going to go grab a hamburger and some fries. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It sounded more like hamburger, hamburger. 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 See, that's the thing. I don't pronounce my words and (laughs) Americans do. So (laughs) I have to always pronounce my R's, which I know I sound, (laughs) sound weird. Hamburger.
0: Hamburger. Oh, that was better.
1: Hamburger. <laughs> that's
0: ridiculous. That uh, was good. Uh, that was like, um, I'll give you an eight out of 10 too.
1: Okay. <laughs> sure. sure. Why not?
0: Sure. Why oh not? Gosh, Although so I'm funny. sure that when you talk to your friends back home, they're like, what happened to your accent?
1: No. I have... Tried so hard to keep my Aussie accent because I do have a very thick accent and uh, I will not lose it. I refuse to lose it. So uh, it's good when I talk to people back home, it like revs it up again for the week so I don't lose it, which is great.
0: Has Cassie lost hers?
1: Yeah, a little bit. A
0: little Mm. bit.
1: But when she goes back home, it's back 100%. But when she's here, and it's mostly because – When we talk, we still get a lot of times where people don't know what we're saying. So because she doesn't want to repeat herself, she'll try and say it in the American way, if that makes sense, like pronouncing her words differently and stuff, whereas I don't. I'm like, no, no, I'm going to say it the way I want to say it, and if I need to repeat myself, I will.
0: So what are like some phrases that people just have no clue what you're talking
1: about? Actually, there's one, and it always makes me laugh. So when I get a spray tan... I go into uh trusty old South beach and I go in and I say, hi, can I please get um, a dark bronze tan? And she, and they'd look at me and they go, you want to what? Sorry. I said, can I get a, a dark tan? And she goes,
0: oh. a duck tan.
1: I, she, that's exactly what right. she goes. A duck tan. I said, you know how you have light. Can I get a dark tan? And she's like, <laughs> oh, dark? Oh, she, and then she's like, I thought you were saying duck. And I'm like, oh, sorry.
0: Yeah, the, the opposite <laughs> of light is duck.
1: It's, yeah. It's a lot of times like that, but the R's get me.
0: I've been to Australia before and I was just blown away by the fact that you guys put eggs on everything. Oh. Why is this? Love a good egg. Yeah, I love a good egg too, but like I went to McDonald's and the McOzzie had an egg on it.
1: Did you try it?
0: I did not. Oh, I don't.
1: You really, should man. have. Yeah, okay. that's, that's very I'll
0: Have it, and I'll send you a photo.
1: Please, that would be amazing. Maybe you can come over, and and I'll do a create you a egg burger for my YouTube
0: channel. Oh man, per, if I still lived in Florida, I'd be on my way right now.
1: <laughs> but it's very Australian. We put we put eggs and we put beetroot on everything, which I don't really like beetroot. But what's that? beetroot, you have that here. Beetroot. Beets? Do you call oh, it beet?
0: Oh, beetroot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I thought you were saying beetroot. Story of my life. I'm sorry. My-
1: no, no, no. That's that's on me. That's on any me. Australian
0: that's listening to this right now is like, damn you, Chris. Damn you.
1: I really thought I was saying that word properly too, and then I'm sure you were. I just your didn't. facial expression. I was like, oh no, this is not going well. <laughs>
0: What about uh, – what's the what's the thing you put on uh, on toast? Um, Vegemite. Vegemite.
1: There you go. Vegemite. Actually, that's in uh, an upcoming episode I did cooking with Vegemite. Um, and I did – so you're going to love this. My favorite thing in the world to eat, and I have it for breakfast all the time, is Vegemite on toast with two fried eggs. And it's the greatest thing you'll ever have in your life.
0: It, I don't – I tried <laughs> I tried Vegemite when I was there, and someone's like, "Well, you might like Marmite instead." Oh no, no,
1: no, no, no! No No, Vegemite's the the real deal. But what did you have it on?
0: On toast.
1: You did have it on toast, okay, and it was just a little bit.
0: Yeah, and I went. This is not for me. Oh,
1: you really? Okay, yeah, you wouldn't like it then. I don't know.
0: Maybe my maybe my palate's changed, but
1: yeah, yeah, maybe it's it's an acquired taste. I'll be honest. A lot of us grew up. Since we we're kids eating it every day. So it's definitely a yeah, taste. And I
0: think that's it. So I, I'm, I'm originally from Canada. So I feel like maybe mm. I'm that much closer to appreciating, you know, Australian things. Well, where we do you have the thing. Well, You know, yeah, we, we both have the queen on our money.
1: Yeah. You know, that's it. Well, is in Canada, is there a spread that you grew up on? Um, peanut butter? Peanut butter. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. heard, heard of that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's made of peanuts. Yeah. Actually, peanut butter in Australia in America is very different. What do you mean? Very different. It tastes very different. When we, I have peanut butter here, and then I go back home, and it, the peanut butter back home tastes so different. It's very—it's hard to explain. But is it better? It's better here, to be honest. Don't tell anyone from Australia. I said that. I won't I on. won't be lying back in. It's probably because there's sugar in it here. That's probably why. Yeah, more processed. Yeah, you're right. That's probably although it. I'll eat the natural peanut butter, which tastes like great. Yeah. Give me some almond butter. Love that. Oh, love me
0: some almond butter. <laughs> um, it's been really fun hanging out with you.
1: Thank you. It's been a good time, hasn't it? Just this has just been great.
0: Yeah. Uh since the rock's your favorite wrestler, what mm-hmm. is your favorite rock catchphrase? Oh. And you gotta say it like the rock.
1: I'm going through just trying to think of my absolute favorite. I mean, if you smell, is going to be up there. Uh,
0: wow, deep. I feel
1: deep. like it doesn't matter would be my favorite. I oh. really had to think about it then. I didn't want to give you the wrong answer. Um, I, Yeah, I think it doesn't matter. I, I used to love when he'd be like, is that really what you think? Of course then, that's what I think. It doesn't matter what <laughs> you think. I mean, that used to make me laugh every single time. And you knew it was coming. And then it was, oh, yeah, that's really my favorite.
0: There was, I think it was one time he did it to like the police officers backstage.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. And I'm like, no, he won't. He won't. <laughs> and then he did. He's so cool. Oh, I had The Rock yell, it doesn't matter at me.
1: Did you really?
0: I did. I will I'll link it up here so people can see. That's a little YouTube trick there for you. I'll link it yeah. up here.
1: I've noticed you do that. i have gotta i have to start doing that That. yeah, stuff it's here.
0: in the it's in the corner that's that corner. One above your head. You can point to it, actually point to it right now. It's right above your head.
1: Right there. Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so I interviewed him for Fast and Furious, and I <laughs> I set it up and basically said, There's times in the movie when Hobbes sounds a lot like the rock. It's true, like. And I said, do you think we can set up a scenario where Hobbes would say it doesn't matter? And The Rock goes, yeah, sure. Uh, give me the scenario. So I'm like, all right. So we're doing it. doesn't matter what the scenario is.
1: That is so cool. Oh, my God. And I like, jumped
0: and I shook. And I'm like, this is the greatest moment of my broadcasting career.
1: I love that it made you jump too. Because like your reaction was so genuine. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> oh, it was so great. Jay McKay. Thank you so much for hanging out.
1: Oh, thank you. I mean, I'm just looking at the 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 clock that we have. 53 minutes. That flew by. Oh,
0: yeah. We'll do another 53 sometime.
1: Yeah, i love that. What a great time this has been. Thanks for being so awesome. Oh, thank you for being awesome. I appreciate yeah. your time.
0: Well, uh, Jay McKay does. The link is down below. Subscribe, people.
1: Subscribe yes. to Jay McKay. Please, Please do. Oh, isn't she
0: just a blast? Thanks for hanging out with this one. If you have a second, subscribe to Jay McKay Does on YouTube. And hey, if you're on YouTube subscribing to stuff and you haven't subscribed yet to my channel, uh, take a second to toss me a subscribe as well. We're on this journey together, right? Mm. Take a screenshot. Tag me. I'm at Chris Van Vliet. Tag her. She is at Billy K WWE. Let us know what stood out for you the most during this interview. And I don't know if I mentioned it enough here, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm, a little jealous of the fact that she has a theater in her house. I need one of those. That is definitely going on the list of goals that I need. Like That five-year list that she has. Well, right at the top of my new five-year list is a theater in my house. Man, I feel like watching something in a theater makes everything like instantly better, whether it's wrestling, a movie, TV. YouTube videos just instantly better when you're watching it in a theater, especially when it's your own theater. And look, the Iconics were a great tag team, but I am so excited to see what both Billy Kay and Peyton Royce do as singles competitors. Both of them clearly have the charisma and the in-ring ability to hang with the best of them in WWE, and both of them could definitely be world champs. So I'm really excited to see what happens. That's gotta be on the five-year list that she talked about, that secret list. Mm. I'm gonna leave you with a quote from the late, great Kobe Bryant, who said, the moment you give up is the moment someone else wins. Of course, that applies to sports, but that just applies like pretty much to every facet of life as well. So there you go be great, be grateful, have a great week. And before we go, we've got to thank bet online because the wait is finally over. Oh yeah. Football is back. And you may not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at bet online. Bet online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. So just head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's Blue Wire, all one word, B-L-U-E-W-I-R-E. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.